Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, welcome into the Lake Show here on a Thursday evening on News Talk 830 WCCO. Happy to have you guys tonight. Each and every night, I'm happy to chat with you guys. Uh, tonight, we have some good guests on the show. We will remember a community member and uh, former radio host that passed away tragically over the weekend. Uh, we will get to um, remembering that individual at 8.30 later in the show. 7.30, we will talk to Matthew Collar, Purple Insider, get his um, takes on the Minnesota Vikings, as we always do each and every week. And also at 7.05, Aaron Rupar, some political conversation, uh, public notice. That is his newsletter. He will join us at the top of the next hour. But I wanted to actually start tonight's show with a pleasant surprise. Okay, This is something that just came out of nowhere. I wasn't expecting it. And it's only because, well, let me lay it out this way. I was pleasantly surprised to hear the news earlier today about the Minneapolis-St. Paul Airport. MSP is getting a makeover, right? And my first thing is like, wow, wow, we're getting a makeover. And the reason why I'm saying wow is that I see absolutely nothing wrong with Terminal 1 as it is currently constructed today, okay? Nothing. Now, I really like our airport, but to be fair, okay, to be fair, <laughs> I probably fly less than seven times a year, okay? So so, so I'm not going to sit here and make it seem as though, like, I am in and out 24-7. I'm some sort of business traveler, and I'm going all over the globe getting in and out of Minneapolis-St. Paul Airport, okay? I'm not that guy. I'm not going to even, even, even act or front or perpetrate a fraud on you guys to act like I'm some— World traveler, because I'm not, okay? But I would say that I've been in and out of Minneapolis-St. Paul Airport to this specific point this year in 2023. Uh, one, two, three, four, five. I would say five trips, okay? And I'll probably make one more. So this year for 2023, um, we're looking at roughly it's going to be about six, about six trips, okay? 
but I like our airport, okay? This is the question, though, that I would like to hear from those that utilize the airport more than I do. Whether you're a business traveler or you just like to go on a bunch of vacations or whatever it is at 651-461-9226. Where do you rank the Minneapolis-St. Paul Airport? And how do you compare it to other airports that you go in and out of? What are the worst airports that you have been to? I'd like to know that. And we're talking strictly in the U.S. 651-461-9226. Because when I, when I saw the story, and they're talking about the Minneapolis-St. Paul Airport plans $242 million Terminal 1 makeover with the concourses, the gate areas, and it's being called the single largest interior renovation since the building opened in 1962. I'm kind of like, man, that's icing on the cake. Maybe I just don't pay attention enough to all the other things, things that maybe are lacking with Terminal 1, and they're saying it's set to be finished by late 2025. But in the Star Tribune article, it says, which means frequent travelers at MSP will continue to endure what seems like never-ending construction at the nation's 19th busiest airport. I personally have not had any issues. And in full transparency, the places that I would compare MSP to are I just recently flew in and out of Dulles, okay, because I was going into the D.C. area. Um, I didn't think that Dulles had anything on MSP. Um, I've flown in and out of the Atlanta airport. In the Atlanta, that's a massive airport, right? It just seems like it takes forever to get around there. Um, where else? I flew in it. Memphis. I'm sorry. You talking about antiquated? And I know that 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 Memphis is a is a is a smaller. That airport needs some work. It needs some work. There's, there's no question about it. Now, the one city that I that I go to at least a couple of times a year, and I haven't been in the airport because I typically will drive there, is Kansas City. Now they've they've had the major they they totally redid their their um, airport right, and so I cannot speak to that airport in its current state. I'll say this though: before they reopened it. Or they they un, uh, re, uh, opened up the new terminal and stuff like that. I thought that you could make the argument that Kansas City had the worst airport in the country. I'm, I'm no, I'm dead serious. It was no, it was that bad. Really? Because I'll tell you this: there were a bunch of things that were wrong with it. First and foremost, they had arguably some of the worst concourses that I've ever been in. Okay. Secondly. The you talking about food options because you got to factor that in too, right? Like in terms of like being able to go and have something available to eat, yeah, at all hours of the day and night. I, it was bad. Now, now they continued to grind away and work on it and, and 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 put some stuff together, but for the longest time, the folks in Kansas City, you know what they would do, Chris. What? They they were they were on this thing of well we can get in and out so so quickly because right? it's so far away from everything. What do you mean? 
Well, the, the Kansas City Airport, to me, it seems like it's just – it's on the very edge. No, 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 no. no. It's, it, I'm not talking about proximity of, the, of where the airport is located. I'm talking about once you once you get dropped off on the curb oh, okay. and get okay. it be, be, because it's such a tiny airport, mm-hmm. okay? Because it, it, and, and it was so antiquated, right? Oh, okay, and okay. Getting in, it, it just seemed like there was so much, and I know this for a fact because I lived there for five and a half years. The people there were pushing back on having anything to do with changes at the airport because they felt like. The, the amount of time it took for them to go um, check in and get through the line, all that stuff, whatever, mm-hmm. they didn't want anything changed. They felt like, like – If it ain't broke, don't fix it. If, if it ain't broke, okay. don't fix it. But this is the thing. You talk about getting off of a plane in Kansas City, and this is prior to – in full transparency, mm-hmm. I haven't been to the new one. But the baggage situation, utter train wreck. Like you get off of your uh, off of your flight in Kansas City, and it was like one of the worst situations ever. Trying to get your luggage and get your get your stuff, it was okay. terrible. And and by the way, if you have delays, or if you have layovers or whatever in Kansas City, you didn't have anywhere to eat, and that sucked. Yeah, yeah, you you got to have. That's one thing that I feel Minneapolis has done really well. Is when you do have those layovers and you do have those delays, like you you have all of those all of those dining options. And I was just at the airport a, a few weeks ago. Clearly, when I went for the memorial for right. my yeah. for my um for my uncle. And bottom line, there were so many food options, and they're still putting in more. So I, I like that airport. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I I like it. I feel like it's underrated because you know those. The, People don't necessarily – it's not one of those places that you you come to that's going to be a high-traffic airport if you're not here for a particular reason. Uh, I like St. Louis's Lambert Airport. I've never had any problems with that. It's older, though. It It is it is older. Yep. Uh, I really like Denver. I know that there's someone on the Cities One Plumbing talking text line that isn't a fan of, of Denver's. I, I like Denver. Uh, well, didn't didn't Denver have some stuff that was done? Like they've had upgrades within like the last five years, I think, right? Yeah, and, and I mean, I haven't flown out of Denver since maybe sixteen. Okay. So I mean, this, it, it's been a long time. I fly less than you do, honestly. Like okay. I, I do. Uh, I didn't like Orlando's. I did not like Orlando because there's like a tram that you have to take between one terminal and another. Just just very confusing. Like Orlando's was kind of overwhelming because I didn't exactly know where we were supposed to go for the casual traveler. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, LAX, LAX was okay, but yeah, I'd, I'd have to say I'd have to say Denver. Um, All right, so so let me let me let me factor okay. this in. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay factor and I, in. And, and I'd love some reaction. We're getting some reaction on the on the text line, but I love a phone call or two at six five one four six one nine two two six. That is the uh, Cities One Plumbing talking text line. According to Forbes, okay, and this is this year, okay? okay. Th- this was recently as, um, when did this article come out here in 2023? This is September the 21st, okay? According to J.D. Power, I'm going to give you the top 10 airports, okay? Okay. According to J.D. Power, and this is in Forbes magazine, at number 10, George Bush Intercontinental Airport in Houston, Okay. 
number nine. Ooh, wow. Okay. It, it's super busy though. It, it it is, but maybe because I've. I know when I lived in Houston, that was like the airport that they would always fly me out of. So I guess I never you got Bush and Hobby. Yeah, you got Bush and Hobby. Yep. yep, yep, definitely two different ones. But I okay. All right, so let's number nine, Orlando International Airport. Yeah, number eight, they have Hartsfield Jackson Atlanta International Airport. Number I could seven agree with that. And, and and it's it's a massive, but the, I think that Atlanta they do a good job. They have to though. Yeah, I, like, I think maybe it's on, just it's, too big. I think maybe it's just too big. Well, they have to do a good job. It's the Delta Hub. Yeah, like that's where. You well, know. that's that, that's that's what I'm saying. It, yeah. it just maybe it just seems like it's too expensive for me. I need something that's a little bit more compact. Number seven is Denver. You mentioned Denver. Number six, they have San Francisco International Airport. Uh, now let's get to the top five. Number okay. five, Miami International Airport. I have never like hung out or been in Miami as a, I've I've been in the airport one time, but that was like twenty years ago. So I, I have no clue. I don't even remember being. Yeah, in the airport. and I've I've been to Miami a couple of times, and my, Miami's fine. Miami's fine. Number four, Dallas Fort Worth International Airport. I've I've been in and out of Dallas. I had no issues there. That okay. was fine. Um, I really like the way that they kind of deal with their the luggage situation mm-hmm. and the baggage. Awesome. Uh. Now, this one I don't agree with. They have number three, Harry Reid International Airport. That's in Vegas. I, I don't think that Vegas' airport is nice at all. Like, the, you talk about a, you talk about one that needs some work? Yes, they need some work. The baggage situation is fine, but in terms of the actual terminals and stuff like that, I, I'm not impressed. Uh, number, so, But they have that yeah. as, as number three. Okay. Number two. According to J.D. Power in Forbes magazine, number two is the Minneapolis-St. Paul International Airport. They got them at two. And then number one mm-hmm. uh, is the Detroit Metropolitan Wayne County Airport. I've been I've, I've been in, in and out of that airport within the last decade a couple of times, and I had no issues. Okay. Yeah, never, never been to there, and I, I've never been to Vegas. So those are two that I can't. Well, you've never I, been to Vegas, period? Never been to Vegas, period. I, I never I never have, nope. No, I I've had plans, but then we had plans during the pandemic, and then it it obviously you know that kind of went away. But yeah, it was, Vegas is you know I've still got it. We we're kind of making some plans to go, but mm-hmm. see that's that's good to know about the about the airport. Six five one four six one nine two two six. We'll take a break. We'll come back. I'll get to your texts and a phone call or two if you'd like. Here on the Lake Show. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The Minneapolis-St. Paul Airport, already awesome in my opinion. Even in the opinion of Forbes Magazine and J.D. Power, it's going to get better. About to get that $242 million overhaul of the main terminal concourse. And I even think at uh, Humphrey, I think that that's a nice uh, terminal as well. But your reaction, your thoughts about the news that broke earlier today about the $242 million overhaul of the renovations of the uh, main terminal. 651-461-9226. Let's start with, let's go to Susan in St. Louis Park. How you doing, Susan? I'm good, Henry. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. So what are your thoughts on this topic? What what do you make of uh, the uh, the new influx of money? And they're saying it's not going to be taxpayer money that, that's going in there. But to your thoughts on, on us getting a, a little bit of a makeover? Well, um, if it improved things, it would be great. But my comment is about the assistance in the airport. Uh, I'm not able to walk all that distance to the gates and so forth. Mm-hmm. So when I go there, they are, I've requested assistance ahead of time, and they are right at the door. You can check in. They take you where you need to go. It's really efficient. But coming back, arriving from, you know, wherever, um, I've had two times where they are totally not <laughs> – prepared and so I've had to wait and then one time I had to run after um, a man one of the assistance employees who was pushing a passenger in a wheelchair I had to run after him so I could get a ride to uh, baggage claim so 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 let me um, just so I'm just so I'm clear about this um, great going out of Minneapolis-St. Paul Airport, but you're talking about on re-arriving and coming back through, that's where you've encountered the issues? Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. So so that's some, that's clearly something. I, I'm glad that you mentioned that because, you know, if, 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 if that's a problem, that's a concern for all of us, right? And, and it's something that if they can be that efficient with you getting out of Minneapolis-St. Paul Airport, you would think, Susan, that they can be just as efficient with you returning. Exactly. Yep. And uh, one time they had to call. I think they got management to come and get me from the airplane uh, because nobody met me there. Okay. Okay. Like we were supposed to. Well, I, I appreciate you. What, my comment. Yeah, I appreciate your. I, I appreciate you calling in. I appreciate the comment, and I hope that we improve on that. 
Like, I, I love that. I love that that Susan called in because people need to be aware. We need to continue to press the issue, and we should be improving um, with everything that's going on. And look, we can sit here and we can look at that $242 million in the overhaul, and, and we can sit here and we can look at what they state is going to be the upgrades, right, in terms of new carpeting, uh, new wall finishes, what to say, uh, including granite in public corridors and tile in Delta Gate areas. What? But I, I would want also some money invested in making sure that Susan's experience going out and coming back in is just as important. Yeah, it doesn't have to all be aesthetic or cosmetic. Exactly. Like, Thank you. It, it, it can be about functionality and accessibility. So I'm, I'm glad that Susan called in and, and kind of told us about that because those are all very important things that just because they don't affect me personally doesn't mean that they're not a big deal for other people and they should have the same convenience that we have. From the text line. Uh, this one, it says Tampa is best, in their opinion. Denver is not, uh, which you mentioned. Uh, Minneapolis is great. Mm-hmm. Also from the text line, um, Henry is correct. Uh, was there today. There's no need for a major makeover. This is infrastructure kickback uh, to, a, to a Democratic state. <laughs> uh, this from the 763. Got to spend that money somehow, I guess, right? This is the uh, from the 763 Hate Orlando. Yes, thank you. That I I don't know who that is, but they we are kindred spirits because Orlando Orlando sucks. <laughs> I mean the airport, the city's cool. Yeah. the airport sucks. All right, let's get to the uh, to the phone call six five one four six one nine two two six. Let's take a phone call from Nick in Roseville. Hey Henry, how are you, Henry and Chris? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Good, good, good. So I would say Minneapolis, St. Paul is great. Um, I have actually had the privilege of traveling my, by myself as a blind person. And I don't know whether this is the airport or the airlines, but I've had great traveler's assistance from the flight crew and the uh, TA, the home, not Homeland Security guys, but the airlines or yep. whatever. Yep. And they've all been very nice. And I don't know, I just... I think Minneapolis, St. Paul, Rock. But for but for you, you don't need the aesthetics. You don't need the granite. You don't need all the 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 extra things. You just you need the service. Like you need you need to exactly. make sure that 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 you're being um, assisted uh, in terms of your entire stay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At the airport. Exactly, and you know, of course, um, what my parents do is they always make sure that I get a nonstop flight so that I don't have to worry about transferring. Yeah. I got you. I got you. You know. All right. Yeah. All right. Thanks for the phone call from from Nick in, in in Roseville. Six five one four six one nine two two six. Let's go to Aaron in Woodbury. How you doing, Aaron? Hey, hi. How are you? I'm doing awesome. I'm say. Well, I just wanted to make a comment. Um, first of all, with the with our airport, Minneapolis St. Paul. Um, <laughs> If it, you know, what the other callers said, or if it doesn't, or text, whichever it was, if it doesn't need to be fixed, don't fix it. There are some areas, though. I wish throughout the airport they would put those, those, um, I don't know what you call them, where you stand on them oh, and you can yeah. walk and you go really fast, or you can just stand on it <laughs> yeah. and it moves you along. I love those things. But you don't, you, know, you, I wish you, they, you don't, you don't think that that's, that that's pretty, prevalent in the airport it seems like it is from the times that i've been there 
Yeah, but it's not throughout the whole airport, though. I mean, and, and it's getting big enough. I mean, obviously, our airport isn't one of the biggest, but it's just really convenient. There's certain areas where it has it, but it doesn't have it in all areas. But and it can't. I, I don't think that I don't think that I don't think that it can. I think you bring up a great point, Aaron, and I love those things, too, because I typically I'm the person that I'm walking use, utilizing it. Right. Because it, it assists you in terms of getting mm-hmm. to your gate faster. But there's so like, for instance, I can't remember which gate it was, but it was a gate in which you have to kind of like take the tram to it to get to the gate oh. that I was flying in and out of uh, to go to D.C. And it was a smaller plane. Yeah. Be, the way that the airport was constructed to get to that specific gate, you couldn't have that thing the entire way. And I'm going to tell you why. Because of where they okay. had they had restaurants and where they had like a dip down in terms of the escalators, oh. you couldn't do it the entire way. It was almost like there was a certain part where they had to stop and then they had to start once you got past that little, you know, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. I, I see what you mean. But I, there's one more quick comment I wanted to make yep. about. The Phoenix uh, Sky Harbor Airport. Now, they've done a lot of construction there, but I remember, and this has to do with getting rental cars. It used to be, well, this was back in the 90s, but it used to be so easy to get off your plane, get your luggage, take the escalator down, get your car, and then just go right out where cars were parked, get your rental car, and leave the airport. Now, it's just like a, a circus act. It's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, you have to go all over the place. Then mm-hmm. you got to go outside. Then you got to get this <laughs> tram. Then you, I mean, it's insanity. It's actually what I realized is it's faster to just get out of the airport. If you don't have somebody picking you up there, take a taxi to wh- wh- wherever you're staying. And then from there, get a rental car. Let me ask you this uh, question real quick, Aaron, and Wilbur, and I appreciate you uh, calling in and giving your thoughts and opinions on this. Uh, what is your favorite yeah. airport? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I, really, I mean, there, there's things I like about some and things I like I don't like. I, I like our airport, but what I don't like is, like, when they have really great things and then they remodel it, and then it messes that up where it's convenient for people. That I don't like. And that's in any airport. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. No, it's I totally like get it. make it convenient for people. It's great to have restaurants. I love that we have all the restaurants and stuff. But just don't, with the construction, don't have it screw things up for people because people are busy enough. They don't need to be going here, there, and everywhere just to get where they're going. It's frustrating. Yeah, and no, I totally get it. Hey, thanks for the phone call from Aaron and Woodbury, 651-461-9226. Uh, I love the reaction on the text line. You can keep them coming. Uh, maybe I would, we'll get back to this a little bit later in the show. But coming up next, um, a storyline that I saw or, or a headline that I saw in the Minneapolis Star Tribune earlier today, um, and I, I know that Chad Hartman talked about it earlier on his show. He asked some questions of Mayor Jacob Pry. Uh, this particular story, uh, this particular headline, I guess I'll say this does not inspire confidence, in my opinion, in the leader that's supposed to be Chief Brian O'Hara from the Minneapolis Police Department. We'll get to that next year on The Lake Show. All right, thanks for listening to The Lake Show here, News Talk 830 WCCO. I have to admit, when I saw this headline, the uh, I had a feeling of disappointment with the Minneapolis Police Department. 
And the reason why I say that is because after all that we've been through in this community, in this city, in this state, uh, in this country, uh, with everything that has occurred in just the focus and us being in the spotlight with multiple um, negative, tragic situations involving Law enforcement. If the if we're saying that we're going to do better, be better moving forward, then we need to hold ourselves to that. We cannot get in front of media. We cannot tell the world that we're going to be better in society and be a better police department, specifically in Minneapolis. And then not learn from our mistakes and at the same time hold individuals that have had issues accountable. And the the headline that Lissor from the Minneapolis Star Tribune had with her story, new head of Minneapolis Police Homicide Unit was previously suspended for forwarding racist email. I saw that and I was like, what? A Minneapolis police Lieutenant, Lieutenant Amy Linson, 25-year vet of the force, returned to duty and was issued a written reprimand in April following an investigation to whether she violated the agency's ethics and communications policy, which prohibits officers from intentionally transmitting, accessing, or storing material that's offensive like racial slurs. So what happened was that years ago, and this is going back to, I believe this was 2012, the incident was, and she was suspended for this, when she was a a sergeant, she forwarded an email chain to several colleagues with the subject line, only in the ghetto. The message contained 16 pictures, seven of which negatively portrayed black people. Most had a label indicating that they originated from a now defunct website called Really Ghetto, according to a copy of the email obtained by the Star Tribune. The email was uncovered in 2021 during an extensive Minnesota Department of Human Rights probe, which culminated in uh, a scathing 72-page report outlining a pattern and practice of discriminatory policing by MPD. Now, what's happened out of that, you've got this uh, consent decrees with the U.S. Department of Justice, which is yet to be finalized. This, The way that we are viewed, not locally, not nationally, but internationally, is that the Minneapolis Police Department is a racist police department. That's just how we're viewed, whether whether we like it or not. And this is not Henry Lake on the radio trying to disparage all police officers because I've never been that person, okay? But we know that when there are few people that do things within law enforcement that are racist, that are abusive, that just are ethically good things to do, and exhibit being a good person, it's going to paint with a broad brush 
a lot of different police. And that's not fair, but we know that that's, that's, that's how things play out. Look at the black officers in Memphis, Tennessee. They beat a man to death. And they're catching flag down there too. And look, I got folks that are retired police officers in Memphis that have talked to me about that situation. Okay? So it's just, it's just a bad look. When I look at this specific situation, and I will say this about um, Miss um, Amy Linson. 2012 was some time ago. I'm not going to even act like it was yesterday. That was a decade ago. Okay? Do I, did she learn from her mistake and what took place? I would like to think so. This is the problem that I have, though. You cannot, and I know some people out there would disagree with this, you cannot take Miss Linson and give her a promotion. You just can't, you can't do it. Like, like, you can't do it and then look people in the face and say, we're changing the culture when this happened. And if and if and if the if the stance is we're short on officers, we got to do something. Well, you got to do something different. Somebody else has got to get promoted. I don't know her, but this is a bad look. I don't care if it was ten years ago. I don't care if it was five years ago. I don't care if it was twenty years ago. Like, what are we doing here? This is totally unacceptable. And by the way, this did come up earlier today. Check out the podcast page. Uh, go back and listen to the interview with Mayor Jacob Fry on with Chad Hartman. Chad Hartman did ask the mayor specifically about the situation. Do, were you aware of this before? Was this a surprise to you? Do you think you should have been informed of this? I mean, I know you're going to be informed of every decision by the police chief, but, you know, when when the city's trying to make a statement um, to everyone, including people of color, I think a lot of people of color and police reform folks are saying, wait a second, what's this about? So there were a number of issues that we were dealing with a, a ways back, and I'm guessing that it was probably one of them. Um, and, and this was just in the process of reviewing uh, documents uh, that came out from the review for both the consent decree and MDHR. So that is my, again, I haven't read this particular article my guess is, yes, we, I do have information, have been briefed on the issue, um, but I, I, I need you know, the name and additional information for me to look into it further. I, there's a part of me that, look, I will give Mayor Fry the benefit of the doubt in that, <laughs> in that maybe he doesn't know about this. Okay, It's hard for me to believe that this got made its way to the Minneapolis Star Tribune and that he didn't he didn't know anything about it. Oh, he's kind of late getting information. That that's that that part's a little bit hard for me to believe. From the text line. Six five one four six one nine two two six. So people can't change and they can never be promoted again, apparently in your eyes. That would mean nobody should ever leave Make that looking. I would you. I, I I can't I can't make out the second part. It's kind of discombobulated. Maybe they don't talk to text. Um, 
I'm not saying that people can't change. What I am saying, which you've missed, is that right now, with everything that has occurred with the Minneapolis Police Department and the racist incidents that have happened, and this person has been involved in a racist incident, no, hell no, they shouldn't be promoted. That's what I'm telling you. You can promote other people. You don't have to promote somebody that's been involved in a racist incident. And that is what you're being branded as a police department. That's what I'm telling you. If a person's a pedophile, yeah, it's going to be hard for them to do certain things in society. We know that. There are a lot of people that can reform themselves, that can do a lot of different things, but no texture. This is a no-go for me. 651-461-9226. Your thoughts, we can take them. We'll be coming up next. All right, welcome back to the Lake Show News Talk 830-WCCO. Cities One Plumbing Talk and text line 651-461-9226. Why is she even still on the force? Why are there even white people still on the Minneapolis police force? Having white people on the force inherently will look bad and not worth the risk. Will you stop? Please don't. Please don't send me racist text messages like that. Please don't. Please don't do that. Come on now. So white white police officers just being on the Minneapolis police department are just racist and evil? I mean, stop that. Please think about what you're saying. You're not making any sense at all. This on the text line sounds like you're ultra-focused on race. How am I ultra-focused on race? It doesn't take a rocket scientist to understand that the Minneapolis Police Department, whether you, listener, like it or not, has had a history and has had a pattern of racist behaviors, and now they're promoting somebody that was involved in something racist. Like, what part do you not understand? I think you 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 damn well understand. You just don't want to accept that it's a bad look, and it, that is exactly what it is. It's a bad look, whether you like it or not. And I'm not ultra fo- – what, what does that even mean, ultra-focused on race? Oof, my goodness. The racists are out in full force, but you can reform people that carjack people like – you clearly don't listen to the show. Coming up next, let's get into the, uh, the spectrum of politics. Aaron Rupar from Public Notice, he joins us at the top of the hour. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.